Welcome, everybody, to the world's greatest podcast for all your comic, movie, and other nerdy needs. I'm Riley. And I'm Joey. We're just two dudes taking on the world one podcast at a time. And we always do this by asking a simple question. What's What's up up with you? So, Riley, what is up with you? Well, I spent most of this weekend and the whole week just reading Watchmen and watching Watchmen. So, uh, well, how about you? What is, how, what's been up with you? Well, I've been doing the exact same. Hey, maybe we should talk about it today. Yeah, that'd be a good topic. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I ended up getting Watchmen earlier this week uh, online. I bought it, and, you know, I re- was reading it, and you have owned the book, or your yeah, brother owned it. Yeah, I've owned it yeah, for so a you, while. Yeah, you've had, you've had the book for a while, so we thought, why not do the, you know, talk about Watchmen, because it's probably one of the most popular books out there, and claimed to be the greatest comic book by some yeah i think that it's definitely one of the best for people who aren't really into like reading comic books because it's it doesn't really have any of the normal comic book kind of storylines yeah yeah, yeah, that yeah like like it's not just like some superhero fights a supervillain end a story this is this is pretty like everything's crazy yeah there's a lot of like questioning of like morals in it yeah and a lot of gray area stuff and it, it's very interesting and like the characters their philosophies behind them like they can be kind of complicated like they're definitely not very simple it's not like just like i'm a good guy i'm superman i'm all you know virtue lucky yeah all good stuff and then oh that guy's bad he's mean to people and yeah. then they fight like no like, there's like this is a very good story like and it just happens to be a comic book and it has some pretty good art art so yeah uh, do you want to just get right into uh, the story of it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll just go kind of non-spoilers pretty quick. I mean, it's kind of hard because like, like, so much of this you kind of will be spoiled when we really get into it. So I highly suggest, if you have not read it, to read it first. But, yeah. So the book opens up with, like, a crime scene. There's, like, blood all over the floor, a broken window in, like, a tall building. It's, like, way up there. And uh, we... It starts like a narration of a guy named Rorschach from his journal, like just like excerpts from yeah. it are over. Yeah. And he goes to this crime scene and, you know, finds a, a button with a, with a happy Ooh. face on it yeah. and some blood, There's which... little blood splatter on yeah, it. Yeah. Very well-known symbolism for Watchmen. And uh, he investigates the crime scene and it ends up being that a man... Name, I think his name Edward Blake. Yeah. Uh, he was thrown out the window. His entire apartment's ruined. And uh, little, or no, I guess it is well known. Well, what Rorschach is looking through the place, you know, he ends up finding in his closet a bunch of, like, yeah. guns. Yeah, and his, his costume. The because, comedian suit. Because he's the comedian who used to be, um, like, a superhero or a vigilante, a masked vigilante man who ends up working for the government now. Yeah. And that kind of brings into the setting of this, because that that that's basically like a non-spoiler way of introducing the story. But to really understand everything else that happens, you kind of need to know the background. So I think the year is 1985, and the it it's like normal America, like the world, except for that there was a divergence in time, and I think it's in like the 30s, and that was when like superheroes appeared, the original Minutemen. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, I think I think it was the, I think it was in thirty five is where the split happens, and some like key things that kind of don't like differences between our timeline and theirs in the Watchmen universe is that 
the Watergate scandal with Nixon never came out, and he is, like, in his fifth term in office. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, nowadays. Now we have, we have rules against saying, you know, two terms, that's it. But, yeah, no, here, no one ever found out about the Watergate thing. End up getting voted in five times. Uh, America also won the Vietnam War, you know, which is also, that's a pretty, pretty big thing. Yeah, so there's just, like, differences like that. And, uh, yeah, so, like, we're deep into the Cold War. You know, tensions are high. Yeah. Between U.S. and Russia. And, yeah. Um, super, so, yeah, there were mass vigilantes. There was originally the Minutemen, which had a bunch of people in it. And then there was, I think they were called the Crime Busters. Yeah, the Crime Busters. Yeah, and that had some people in it. And Rorschach was a part of that group. Yeah. And the comedian was a part of both of them. Because he's been around for a long time. Yeah. And then in like the 70s, 77, I think, vigilantes are outlawed. And that's basically where we're in now is that like all, any vigilantes that are even around, you know, they're like in hiding or like they've came out and like exposed themselves, but they just live normal lives. Except for the comedian and Dr. Manhattan. They're the only ones who actually still do anything like that, you know, they're allowed to because they work for the government. Well, and the Silk Spectre. Well, she doesn't actually. Well, okay, she's around. She's announced. She kind of works for the government. She's more just there because Doctor Manhattan, Manhattan, and that's her husband. Yeah, we'll kind of get into their relationships later. So yeah, basically, there's only like three people who are like you're even kind of out, but they all work for the government, so they can you know still be like their costume selves. Yeah. And uh, and then Rorschach, he doesn't care. Yeah, no, he's still doing his same old business. Yeah, he's still investigating crime and beating up criminals. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that's kind of where we are now. And uh, so he goes to the, and the comedian was killed. And that's kind of like a big point in it. Because so Rorschach investigates it and, you know, finds out the comedian's killed. And he goes and warns his other crime buster buddies that, hey, he's died. Watch out someone might be after us yeah yeah um is there really anything else non-spoilery there's not really yeah <laughs> so yeah there really isn't anything else that we can get into that doesn't really spoil it so that's just kind of like a way to hook you in there because i suggest it. it's a great read so i'd read it now and so he spoiler warning. <laughs> yeah spoiler warning for the rest of this the rest of this will be heavily spoilers we're going to go into a lot of depth and detail yeah. into what goes on here so yeah so Rorschach, after finding out... After he finds out that uh, Edward Blake was the comedian. Well, no, he knew he was a comedian, right? Well, Because it came out. But he finds out he's dead. Yeah. Yeah, all that stuff. All that kind of stuff. Uh, He goes and he starts warning his people. So, you know, the other crime busters. Uh, I think he starts with Night Owl. Yeah. Who was... He's probably the one he's most... Like, he's friends with them. Yeah, probably closest to because mm-hmm. they actually worked as together like heavily and like it was just him and like Rorschach and Night Owl like they worked together most of the time yeah not compared to the other guys and he goes and tells them and is like hey man people could be killing mass vigilantes out here and Night Owl's like well I mean Edward Blake he worked for the government could have political enemies you know there's so much stuff you know yeah. normal enemies like supervillains you know yeah and uh, Rorschach, because he's extremely paranoid. Yeah, he's like super conspiracy theorist. Yeah, theorist kind of dude. Yeah, and he's like, sure, but I mean, come on. Someone's out to kill us. 
and Night Owl, who's he's kind of more of like an awkward individual. Definitely. Yeah, I he's not super fit. With that. He's like he's not your average looking superhero guy. Um, he's kind of like the Batman in all of this because he's he's I mean he's not an owl. He kind of dresses like an owl and he's rich and he makes a lot of gadgets. So in that sense, he's like Batman. Yeah, I but guess. he's not as dark and brooding. He's 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 more optimistic than that. Yeah. But yeah, and he's also very awkward, kind of with people. You know, kind of nerdy in that sense. Yeah, very nerdy. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rorschach is very. Yeah, he's um. What would be the word for that? He's very intense individual. You know, he's paranoid. He wears a mask with ink I mean, blots yeah, that kind, kind of, of go around, and he he always just beats up people, and he. He makes he's very rude to people. He's yeah. not a nice guy. He's just not no, nice. No, not at all. He's just not nice. Uh yeah. Like Rorschach is Batman and Night Owl is I don't know, like yeah, Superman kind of. It's weird cuz it's like Night Owl has like the stuff of Batman, but Rorschach has yeah. the personality closer to Batman. Yeah. With besides Rorschach's more crazy, but I mean Well, yeah. More radical, more more radical version, but closer cuz he's definitely a darker individual. Um, so yeah, he tells Night Owl about it, and he's, he kind of tries to brush it off, but he's still, you know, kind of concerned about it. Um, yeah, and then, and also Rorschach has a problem with doors, because he breaks into his house. He breaks <laughs> yeah. into Nightwing's house, he or Night Owl. opens the doors. <laughs> nope, he just breaks the locks and busts down the doors, basically, because, so yeah. Um, and, uh, so... He goes and he tells Night Owl about it. And this was after Night Owl had just met up with... Because the Night Owl we have... like he's, There's like two Night Owls. One of them retired and he was older. But the one that Rorschach was with is the younger one. Yeah. The um, one that he actually worked with. Yeah. And the older one was part of the Minutemen. Yeah. So the Rorschach goes to tell the younger one about this after he had left the older retired one's house because they like chit chat every week yeah over stuff but then rorschach ends up leaving there then goes to dr manhattan he, yeah he sneaks into a government facility because rorschach has no cares <laughs> um and he sneaks into there pr- pretty sure he breaks the door there as well i think he uh, breaks a window yeah, to get probably. to a lock you know he's got a problem with doors <laughs> not surprising <laughs> at all which is funny because he actually lock picks the gate or whatever and then proceeds to break into a door. It's like, I no, know. I think that he cut a hole in the like bottom of the. Gate. Oh, does he? I don't know. Rorschach, I don't he, know. He just he breaks in. He breaks and enters yeah. into everywhere. Um, no cares. <laughs> but he goes and meets, and he goes to talk to Doctor Manhattan, who was a scientist, a physicist, who got trapped in, I don't even know what, some sort of nuclear test state box thing. Yeah. And he ended up getting blasted and like with like radiation and torn apart and came back with like the powers of like a god yeah because he has like he can like see into the future and past yeah i thought it was really weird when like he died and started coming back like first there was just like a bunch of nerves walking around Mm -hmm. and then muscle tissue that were walking around started screaming or something (laughs) and then kept teleporting everywhere and yeah Finally, he's a whole blue man. Who wears no clothes. Who wears no clothes. Because he doesn't course. need them. No. <laughs> yeah, and and he can basically do almost anything. Yeah, pretty much. Teleportation, um, 
he can, you know, mess with atoms. I mean, he can do anything that's kind of like sciency related, which is basically anything. So I mean, yeah, anything that he can alter atoms, he can do stuff with them, and he can see into his future and his past. Yeah, yeah. So and it's not even like he can see into it. It's like he lives it all simultaneously at the same time, so he knows everything that know. will happen. Yeah, and has happened except for later. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, and so he goes to tell Dr. Manhattan about it, but of course Dr. Manhattan already knows this conversation's going to take place, and he already knows the comedian's died. And then his wife is also there. Uh, I'm going to call her Miss Jupiter from now on, which is like the Silk Spectre, but yeah. her last name's like Jupiter or something along those lines. Uh, Jespesniks? Ah, something Polish. I can't, I don't want to try yeah. to pronounce it. I don't. So... But I think they, but they call her Jupiter. Yeah, yeah. As Jupiter, Jupiter's much Which is simpler. a lot easier. <laughs> So yeah, so Miss Jupiter's there, and she does not like Rorschach. Not at all. Yeah, and it doesn't trust him or anything like that. You know, just finds him to be, you know, just... Crazy? Just, yeah. Which, just, I mean, he is. He's pretty so crazy. That's a fair assumption. Yeah. So, yeah, and so he goes to tell him about the comedian, be like, hey, you know, watch out. You know, it could be a masked killer, or, you know, he calls him the masked killer because he's killing masked vigilantes. And Dr. Man's like, yeah, we'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And he's like... Wait a second, can you... Because like, he makes a mention about how he can see into the future, and Rorschach wants to know more about it, and Dr. Manhattan's like, go away, and then just teleports him out of there. Yeah. And so, yeah, so Rorschach's like, well, I can't do anything, and so he just leaves. Uh, and then Rorschach also meets with Ozymandias, who is, like, the last guy, part of the Crime Busters that's in this story. Yeah. And he's like, he came out two years before the, uh, um, the law against the keen su- act yeah which enforced yeah, all yeah. super yeah vigilantes to yeah to get out of here stop it stop <laughs> doing it unless, unless you work for them yeah like unless you work for them stop doing you it. can do illegal things if you're working <laughs> for the government yeah then we're cool with it so yeah ozzy man is he's like he's the world's smartest man he's super rich he has like a corporation that's like does all sorts of different things yeah you know he's like he's like in the in- or energy industry trying to create free or free renewable energy he's like doing like perfume and stuff action figures tv shows yeah he, everything. pretty much every form of business that you can yeah. possibly yeah he's in all of it yeah so Rorschach also meets up to tell him about the mass killer uh and then um then we go to where doctor we're back to dr manhattan and miss jupiter and they have like an argument and miss jupiter well, they don't, it, it's kind of like an argument. Basically, Dr. Mahan's like, I, I can't go out with you. You know, I got to work on this reactor stuff or whatever, science, because, yeah. you know, that. And so Miss Jupiter goes out and uh, goes out to dinner with um, uh, Night Owl, who's Daniel. That's the younger one. And, you know, they go have a night at dinner, and they talk about the olden days and stuff. And Yeah, and then he tells her that um, the comedian yeah, they talk about Edward Blake died and... Yeah, they talk about that stuff, and she, we learned that she also does not like Edward Blake. Uh, yeah, for reasons I think they get into either later around there. Um, yeah, and that just kind of that's just basically how like the first two chapters go, and then we start getting more into the backstory of all these guys. Yeah. So the backstory, I think they first go with like uh, a combination of like Miss Jupiter and like Doctor Manhattan. And as we said, like, Dr. Manhattan, you know, experiment gone wrong, end up doing that weird thing to him where he comes back in pieces and then eventually comes back with all these powers. And um, at that time, he had a different wife. 
yeah. or a girlfriend, I think. I don't think they ever actually got married. Uh, but whatever it was, you know, he he was dating someone else at that time, and you know, the government was like using him to like do military stuff, you know. Yeah, that, he was so that's proud. how they won the Vietnam War. Was yes. Yeah. You have a, yeah, you, a giant <laughs> blue guy who just yeah, because he can do whatever he wants. So he just makes himself like sixty feet tall and just blows up the entire army. I mean, yeah, I mean that's they, a pretty good weapon. You can't stop him. And uh, he was working with the comedian, who just basically has guns and he's just killing people and everything and burning yeah. people and it's just really messed up stuff. It seems like yeah, he comedian is definitely like a really dark dude. Yeah, like and. Uh, because at one point when they're in Vietnam, him and Dr. Manhattan, this Vietnam lady who's pregnant with the comedian's kid comes up and is like, oh, well, now the war's over, you know, what about me and the baby? And he's like, I'm going to forget about you guys. You know, I'm going to go back to America and I'll forget about you and your whole country. And she's like, you won't. And then like breaks a bottle and like slices his face. Yeah. And he gets angry and shoots her. And Dr. Manhattan, you know, is like, no, don't do it. And uh, the comedian's like, well, you could have stopped me. Yeah. You like, know. could teleport me, teleport her. Could have turned the gun into sand, turned yeah. the bullet into steam, all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, and, and that's basically how most of this book goes. It's like random points in time, like just flashing either from like the current story to like in the past to show their stuff and like showing how the morals of these guys is all very like, it's it's not black and white 100%. I mean, yeah, the yeah. comedian is a really bad guy, but he's like, but why didn't you do anything to stop me? Yeah. He's like, that situation didn't have to occur. Which just shows how much Dr. Manhattan really just doesn't care about, like, yeah, cause any, mm-hmm. anybody. like, Yeah, because he's, he's become so powerful and everything's all about science because he can now see atoms and he's doing yeah. all the experiments. He's like, people are boring. You know, everything they do is meaningless. Like, stop fighting. You know, none of this matters. Yeah. And, yeah, it shows how he loses his humanity with everybody, his connection with people, except for Miss Jupiter, his wife, his his second wife. Yeah. Because we'll get more into that. So uh, Dr. Manhattan, with his first wife, he joined the Crime Busters. His wife at that time, or that wife was not a superhero or girlfriend. Um, but he was part of that, and then he that's where he met Miss Jupiter, and he ended up you yeah. know, having a relationship Later. with her, and that caused his first you know girlfriend wife whatever it was uh she got you know she was like what is it because i'm old and he was like i think deep down inside he's like yeah he's like he's like (laughs) you age and he's like i don't age anymore he's like i don't you know he he stops aging because he's he's basically a god and so he goes basically to the next best thing and he finds a new woman yeah and so she ends up leaving and that's how he meets miss jupiter and then they get married um yeah, and then Doctor Manhattan doesn't really do much. I think with the Crime Busters, like he goes to like that one meeting that they had, and but most of the stuff he does, he just works for the government. He works with science. Yeah, pretty much. He doesn't really like. I think they showed at one point he was fighting kind of like crime because he shows up to like a place where all these criminals were, and he just but he just blows them all up. Yeah, he blew up a dude's head right in front of like a bunch of civilians. <laughs> yeah, he's just like bam, dead. There you go, criminal stops. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next one yeah like he does he doesn't care he doesn't think about anything else because he's like human stuff just doesn't matter so yeah that's that's basically the backstory behind him um and then so we get to the comedian so yeah the comedian in vietnam that that instance showed a bunch of his messed up stuff um 
there was also the other things that they've shown that he does that are pretty wrong is like he tried to rape Miss Jupiter's mom who yeah. was the first uh, Silk Spectre yeah. back in the Minutemen uh, so that's another messed up thing he did and um, is there anything else I don't know he talks about how he's like killed kids and stuff in Vietnam like in other wars yeah so basically they just show how he's how dark and evil this guy is yeah like he's really messed up and it's interesting because like we see those things and yet there's people like Rorschach who are like, ah, but he served his country. He's a good man, you know? Yeah. He served in the military. You know, he helped us out. He's a patriot. But people are like, dude, he's done he's, some awful. He's a terrible dude. He's done awful things to people. Night Owl, the the Daniel Night Owl, his backstory is, it's, it's kind of like Batman. It's like his parents die in some way and leave him a bunch of money. And then yeah. he just kind of becomes a crime fighter because yeah. he, cause he was like, he was obsessed with like, owls and airplanes and that kind of stuff yeah and so he was like i'm gonna become night owl and he builds all these cool gadgets and yeah, after takes he takes the role of being yeah night oh owl. that's right yeah because he like he looked up to the first night owl yeah and he co- contacted him was like hey can i take your plate or like you know take up the mantle and the guy was like sure and then they end up becoming friends and they hang out and stuff and so i think really <laughs> night owl might be the most innocent kind of person yeah he just wanted probably. to just wanted like, to fight some crime i want to be a superhero <laughs> yeah while everyone else is terrible basically except for maybe silk specter but i think her family life is just bad yeah i think later uh daniel refers to him being just like a child that never grew up yeah ba- it's basically what he is so he just he, has a bunch of toys and he's just having fun he just lives a fantasy of wanting to fight crime and then the other person is the Silk Spectre, Miss Jupiter. So Silk Spectre has like a rough relationship with her mom because her mom forced her into becoming that superhero yeah. to take up her place. And um, so that, that just kind of has caused tension in between them because she was like, well, I could have done other things with my life. And you made me train like really young. Like they showed her like training like the age of like 13 to fight crime. Yeah. And then she's shown to be like in the crime fighters at like 16. Yeah. Which is pretty young. And um, so that's like her main thing. And then the other one is that way later in the book, she ends up finding that the comedian is her dad. Yeah. Which which is yeah, she's like really crazy. That awful man is my dad, and he tried to rape my mom, and my mom ended up no, not caring, like, and having a kid with yeah. him anyway. And I'm like, and she was, you know, like it, like yeah, she was like, and I'm that kid. Yeah, no, and she was like broken. She was like, oh no, like what is my life? Um. So yeah, that's basically our main people that we yeah. follow uh, except for Ozymandias we don't really get into his background he's just rich he's yeah. just rich and smart and that's it superhero yeah superhero um didn't even really do like he, he like solved some cases and stuff so it was pretty generic pretty generic stuff for him yeah nothing traumatic happened in his experience yeah that that's basically what happens throughout the book we see like we just brought it all together but throughout the book it's like random flashbacks and panels and yeah. stuff like you jump it's really hard to, like, tell the story because yeah. it's like, well, here they are in 1977 yeah. when the Keen Act is in and then here they are in the future, and yeah, yeah it's, it's all really over the confusing. place. Like, each, like, because each issue is a chapter, so, like, chapter 11, you find out this, but then chapter that, or that reference, this thing in chapter 2, which yeah. is then in chapter 4. All, like, when you actually read the book, it yeah. all connects, like, really well. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's smooth, and it's, like, yeah. there's, like, a little bit of foreshadowing in there, and, it, like, it helps 
it, it's it's cool. So that's why it's really well written. So the main story that occurs like in between these flashbacks is that Rorschach is investigating into this his his masked killer theory, the conspiracy in there. Yeah. And no one else really don't, is doing anything about yeah. it. You know, like, and like, throughout throughout the whole like thing, like he's like writing everything down mm-hmm. as notes. Yeah, he has a journal that is used as like like a narration style kind of thing. Like yeah, like you like excerpts of his journal are used throughout the book at like certain points. Uh, so yeah, that that's basically the whole the whole mystery that's going on there. And while you just while he's doing that stuff, it's just building on the relationship of everyone else. So like. Miss Jupiter gets in a fight with Dr. Manhattan and she leaves him and like hangs out with Daniel and ends up becoming or getting like a romantic relationship with him. Yeah. And during that same period of time, Dr. Manhattan is doing like an interview on national television and yeah. there's like all these questions and stuff about how he's giving people that he's close to cancer. Yeah. And everyone starts like asking him questions, getting real close. And yeah, he ends when up, he's trying to leave. And yeah, he no, he's like, he's like, he's like, starts freaking out. Yeah, he's like, everyone leave me alone. And uh, they, they don't. And so it gets to the point where he just teleports everyone out of there into their homes. He's yeah. just like, and like two of them die from like a heart attack because of it, I think is what they say on the news. And uh, yeah, so, and that, that like basically breaks him. He's like, you know, I can't deal with these people anymore. And he ends up going to Mars. Yeah. And he like kind of is isolated there for a while. So yeah, so those are like our two things. is like the Miss Jupiter and Night Owl story and our Rorschach one. Yeah. So the Rorschach one, he investigates into an old supervillain. Um, what's his name? Moloch? Moloch. Moloch, who is like an old supervillain, especially of like the comedian. Yeah. And Rorschach finds out that the er, Rorschach thinks that he's the one that killed him. Because I mean, killed him. Supervillain yeah. killing the superhero makes sense. Uh, so he like breaks into his house and interrogates him, and he's like, "I didn't kill him, man. Like, uh, actually, the comedian broke into my house once, and like while I was sleeping, and he came into my room and started like he was like drunk and he was like crying and stuff and like talking about how like the world's a big joke and you know going off about how you know how terrible the world actually is." Yeah. And uh, he says one of his lines, and it's like, it's like it's all a joke, it's all a joke. It's like, mother, forgive me, which he says also like before he dies and like at other points. Yeah. Cause uh, he just can't handle the world. Yeah. And with what Malak says there, and what you kind of learn about his story later, uh, that basically is what happened: is that he finds out, you know, because of everything he's been through, he realizes what a terrible world the place, or you know, how terrible people are, and so he ends up, as Rorschach put it, becoming a parody of it, where he just kind of embodies it in a yeah. way, and, you know, just as, like, a joke. You know, he just kind of tries to make a joke of it, but and he just ends up becoming, like, the manifestation of everything evil. Yeah, because much. he Because he, he just can't take it. Yeah. He breaks, and he's just, like, it's the only way he could keep living. So Rorschach kind of gets information from Moloch, and then uh, he just ends up looking into other things. Then he ends up coming back at one point, and Malak's dead. Yeah, he got shot in the head. How did it go? Like, someone called the cops? Yeah, they, they gave him a tip that Rorschach was going to be at this one house, you know, Malak's. Yeah. And uh, so then the police catch him mm-hmm. in the act, find out that he supposedly killed mm-hmm. Moloch, um, taken to prison. And, yeah, so Rorschach goes to prison. 
and then well his that storyline kind of happens uh miss jupiter and night owl they kind of their whole thing is like they don't want to be superheroes but deep down inside they do kind of want to be superheroes so there's like instances where they get mugged in like an alley and they just they just destroy destroy everyone eight of them like there was like eight guys and they just take them all out and then at one point um you know night owl was just like you know standing in front of all of his old stuff and he's like no i can't take this anymore he's like i i want to be a superhero yeah and so mystery was like okay you know if you want to do because like at this point they've already like kind of furthered their relationship and she's like well if you do it i'll, I'll come along too you know yeah and i was then they both put on their costumes and they're like yeah well, let's go yep and they go and save like a burning building and, yeah. like save a bunch of people and after they do that they go and decide or night owl decides let's go break out rorschach and let's go find out what this whole mass killer you know what's going on yeah what's happening because you know people have died you know we need to figure out what's going on so then they go to break rorschach out of jail then at at jail uh rorschach is kind of like we find out his backstory through like uh i guess like a psychiatrist like showing him ink spots which is funny because rorschach his mask is yeah and they it's like call like that test the rorschach test named after the guy yeah so splot test it's fitting to uh find out rorschach's background because of the rorschach test that he ends up taking uh which is like a really intense background oh yeah like oh it's awful because rorschach he's he's i think they they call him like retarded in the book because he definitely there's i don't know he has something going on in his head like he doesn't always talk perfectly normal yeah he he, has like broken english at times and just doesn't yeah it's very simple at times it just you know there's something up because when he was like really young and that's what his mom was saying and it kind of seemed like that and his we find out like his parent like his mom was abusive yeah abusive and a prostitute prostitute so it was just wasn't a good scenario yeah. uh, he was bullied on his, in school and everything yeah. and it yeah he was just then he, he just like goes he, like, crazy bites. one day and bites a dude's face and oh yeah he like yeah tore the skin off a, a dude's face cigarette and another guy's eye and whew. Yeah, yeah he was messed up and yeah, bad childhood basically led to a very messed up guy. Yeah, it's on top of whatever. If there was any like actual medical things wrong with him, um, so yeah, and that was basically him as a kid. And uh, I don't remember how he got into it, but he was gonna like become a superhero. But I don't remember why he was gonna do that. Oh, cause I guess he just wanted to clean up the filth in the city. Yeah, he was just tired of everything that was wrong with it. Yeah, yeah he because he sees everything that's wrong with the world. And he's like. Well, I'll just fix it, you know. Yeah. I'll just beat up criminals and bring them to jail or kill them in some instances. Well, at first he's like, oh. Oh, he's weak, yeah. yeah. So he only beats him up and gives him to police officers. Yeah. And Rorschach, whose thing's name is like Kovacs or something like that. Yeah. Uh, he's like, yeah, I was only Kovacs in the beginning because I was weak on criminals and everything like that. But if and you want to hear when, yeah. It's like, if, uh, if you want to hear when how Rorschach came around, it's like, well, one night he was going to, trying to look for uh, a six-year-old girl who was kidnapped. Yeah. And he tracks her down to this one guy's place, and he finds out the guy had, like, cut her up and, like, fed her to his dogs. Yeah. And then, like, burned a bunch of stuff and just all just, oh, it was terrible. It was messed yeah. up. Just bones and cleavers and blood everywhere. Yeah. And then Rorschach kills both of the dogs and yeah. waits for um, the guy to come back home and... 
he's like sloppy drunk, so yeah, <laughs> doesn't put up much of a fight. So uh, Rorschach like throws the bodies at him, the bodies of the the dogs. two dogs, um, and then like chains him up to a furnace, the furnace that he has. Uh, well, chains or, him, uh, handcuffs him. Yeah, handcuff handcuffs him to the furnace, and then he starts pouring. Um, what was it? Kerosene. Kerosene all over the ground and Lights and gives him a saw and he's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, and Rorschach's like, well, it'd be pointless for you to try and saw your way out of handcuffs because he knows that kerosene lights too quickly and blah, 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 blah. Um, so then, yeah, lights the entire house on fire. And yeah. Kills everyone. Burns kills. to death. Yeah. Ooh. And he's like, yeah, at that point. You know, I became Rorschach, and then and then after this, he starts like being really tough on criminals. Like yeah, he starts, starts killing, killing people, them and yeah, all sorts going crazy, yeah, mutilating people basically. Um, yeah, and that's when we find out his story. Um, and then there's like, and then the people that the criminals that he put into jail, they're in there, and um, you know, they're like, Rorschach, you know, we're going to beat you up and kill you and yeah. everything, put us in jail, and Rorschach ends up killing one of the guys. And after that, it caused... Not... Well, he didn't kill him immediately. What he... Yeah, he pours, like, uh, like fry oil or whatever, like... Yeah. And, like, starts, like, basically burning that dude alive, and he ends up going, to, like, into the infirmary, but it doesn't save him. He dies, like, days later. Yeah. Which causes a riot, which happens to be when uh, Night Owl and uh, Miss Jupiter... Or six Spectre get there. Yeah. To bust him out is during the riot where people were just murdering each other. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so a mom guy comes and visit him. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Figure and in jail. And, you know, it's like when the riot happens, we'll get you. And, uh, you know, Rorschach ends up like, he just creates a scenario where they all lose. Because, like, the guys, like, yeah. they have to, like, they have to, like, saw through the lock to open yeah. up the jail door. But he has a guy get in the way and ties him up. And so Mr. Figure's like, well, just kill the guy to get him out of the way. Yeah. So they kill him. And then when the other guy comes in, he like, uh, he's holding the saw, which is, like, you know, the electrical saw and like the cord. And um, he jumps on the bed and then yeah, kicks, when they get in, he breaks, the, breaks the, the toilet, toilet and then the water spills on the floor. And when the guy steps in the water, then he gets electrocuted and dies. And, and then he kills Mr. Figure in the bathroom. Yeah. Which we, you, they, they don't show you that. But yeah. that's also when he finds Night Owl and Miss Jupiter. Because Miss Jupiter have to, like, yeah, end up going through and finding him. Yeah. And uh, around that same time, after Rorschach's killed Mr. Figure. And, uh, yeah, they break out of jail and uh, go and get Rorschach's stuff. And uh, they go to they go back to, uh, I think, Night Owl's place. Yeah. And then there, Dr. Manhattan's back. Because he went to Mars after the whole incident with the interview. Yeah. And he tells Miss Jupiter to... He's just like, you're coming with me. Yeah, because the future said so. <laughs> so you kind of don't get an option. It's going to happen. Yeah. So then she goes with him. Then, boom, they're on Mars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Dr. Manhattan and Miss Jupiter are on Mars. And they discuss... Basically, she tries to get him to help him on Earth. Yeah, like come back and... Mm-hmm. fix the world pretty much and he's like people are boring and useless and yeah i don't need them and she's like but they're great life is valuable yeah and eventually talks him into doing it yeah um 
which also around this time, because around here, uh, he's no, he's starting to realize that he can't see into the future anymore. Like, it's getting fuzzier. Yeah. So he's like, well, I don't really know what's coming up. You know, he's like, you know, like he's like, I just see bodies and something's yeah. happened. And she's like, well, maybe. And he's like, well, maybe it could be nuclear war. Because that's, of course, that's a big thing right now. Because after Dan, Dr. Manhattan left, U.S. doesn't have a defense as big of a defense against yeah, it. So, so Russia Russia's starts ramping up, taking over uh, Afghan and Pakistan. Pakistan. Yeah, both of those. So she's so they think, well, maybe it's just nuclear war. And he's like, well, it's possible, but he doesn't know. Um, and then while, they, while they're talking, Rorschach and Night Owl will investigate more into this mass killer stuff. Yeah. Because, well, the other things, because so, what's happened so far that they have that's probably tied together is that Rorschach was framed. Yeah. Comedian was killed. Dr. Manhattan, the whole thing, trying to get him off the planet happened. Yeah. And Ozymandias had someone try to kill him. And Modoc. Oh, yeah, Moloch, and then, yeah, he's, Moloch's dead as well. And apparently they, like, find out that all of them are connected to this giant web of, like, businesses funding each other and yeah, hiring like, them. And, and there's one called, like, the Pyramid This and yeah. all sorts of just, you know, I don't know, there's just a bunch of names, none of them really matter. Yeah, and so they're looking into the Pyramid, I think it was that business. They were looking at the computers and stuff for Ozymandias thing or whatever they were looking through a computer and they found out that Ozymandias was the behind all this yeah boss like, mm-hmm. that is behind whatever the pyramid stuff is going on because they, all they know is that something's going on yeah and they're like well Ozymandias is ahead of this and there's a lot of money that he's been moving around yeah yeah so they find out that he's the one who's doing it and he's doing it in Antarctica so him so Rorschach and I will decide to go to Antarctica and then they go yep and then they go um <laughs> Other things that occur around this time, um, the first Night Owl's killed yeah. by some gang members. You know, nothing regarding the other stuff. He's just killed by gang members, which is probably the saddest death in this entire thing. Probably. Like, I'm like, because, like, the thing is, there's nothing wrong with the, that one night, there, the first Night Owl yeah, guy. Yeah, he like, did He's nothing. so likable. He's just an old guy who just wanted to fight some crime, and now he's retired, and now he runs a repair shop, and then uh, he gets killed by some gang members. Yeah. Why did they kill him? Um, they heard on the news that Night Owl had broken Rorschach out of jail, but it was the wrong Night Owl. Oh, yeah. They were dumb and they thought it was the old guy. Yeah. Well, actually, they even show up and they're like, wait a second. They're like, this guy's an old guy. Like, that doesn't make any sense. But, like, the one dude's like, I don't care, and then beats him to death. Hmm. He was pretty messed up. And a couple of kids find him. Oh, that was sad. That's terrible. Oh, yeah. Like, a couple of kids who, like, I guess, always trick-or-treated at his house, like, show up and are like... Mister, are those guys your friends? And they walk up, and like his room, you know, is all destroyed, and he's like dead on the floor. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's sad. So Rorschach and Night Owl go to Antarctica, and they confront Ozymandias. Like, hey, what's going on here? And uh, Ozymandias is like, I have a plan to save the world. <laughs> and they're like, uh, no, you're crazy. Everyone's trying to kill each other, so. <laughs> And he's like, well, listen, here's my plan. It's like, I got scientists and artists designing me a big old monster. And then I'm going to take the big old monster, and I'm going to teleport it into New York. Because I also discovered and created teleportation, thanks yeah. to Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. And he's like, but the thing is, of course, when I teleport things, they kind of explode. So I'm going to teleport the big old monster in New York, and it's going to blow up half of New York. 
And they're like, Whoa. why Why would you do that? How is this a good idea? He's like, you're going to kill millions of people. What is? What good is that going to do? And he's going to be like, because they're going to think it's aliens. And then once people think aliens are invading Earth, the U.S., Russia, everybody's going to be like, They're well, going to get together. Yeah, they have to unite. They're going to be like, well, either we unite and fight aliens or we're going to die from aliens. Yeah. So he's like, it's going to be peace. You know, it's going to create peace. And they're like, no, we're going to... F- stop you and like they fight or whatever a little bit and he's like he's like what he's like you think i would tell you my plan so you could stop it he's like i started it 35 minutes ago (laughs) and at that exact moment a giant like tentacle kind of like i don't even know because they don't really show it all that well but it's just a bunch of tentacles got a weird middle eye yeah kind of looks like a a big starfish kind of looks like starro but just more grotesque yeah i'd say like starro and a giant squid Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's a morph together. Yeah, he teleports them into New York, and it blows up a bunch of people, like a bunch of like very small characters that are shown yeah. throughout the thing. They're all dead. Everyone just dies. Which is really sad. Oh, it's mad. Yeah, and like, and there's like they show it, and there's just dead people everywhere. Yeah, like everywhere, just so many people. It's not like a big bomb like vaporized half of. No, no, it just, just all of them are like. Yeah, that's that yeah. was something I couldn't. I'm like. They're not because yeah they didn't like disintegrate they yeah. just died yeah. so it's just bodies piled up like I think it was like Madison um, the Madison Garden like stadium kind of thing or whatever that that big venue uh, it's just filled with people yeah and I'm like oh like that's awful and um, so that happens and then Doctor Manhattan and Miss Jupiter they end up teleporting to Earth right after that and he's like and Doctor Manhattan's like this is weird. It's like, this is a nuclear war. And he's like, so this couldn't really affect with my future scene. He's like, what's what's going on? You know, he's like, yeah. And he's like, tachyon particles. Of course. <laughs> of course. How did I not see it sooner? Because <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you take tachyon particles and you shoot them backwards, it stops him from seeing in time. Yeah. Because somehow <laughs> bad guy knew that. Yep. Because yep. Ozymandias knew how to do that. And he ends up, and then Dr. Mahan's like, well, there must be a generator creating them. And he's like, oh, it's in the Antarctic. <laughs> the only person that knows how to do that. Yep, and he's like, Ozymandias. I know, and after he shows up, he's like, Ozymandias. He's like, makes sense, smartest man, <laughs> well played. Uh, so they show up, and so Ozzy, so Dr. Manhattan and Miss um, Jupiter teleport then outside of Ozymandias' like, big, big building. Yeah, and uh, they start walking towards it, and... Dr. Manhattan just teleports in there, but leaves Miss Jupiter outside to walk walk on her own. So, yeah, so while she's walking up, uh, Dr. Manhattan teleports in there, and Ozymandias is like, oh, whoops, I was really hoping you wouldn't show up, because you're kind of, like, super powerful, and you could literally just, like, snap your fingers and everything's done. Yeah. So, uh, Ozymandias, like, kind of runs away, and Dr. Manhattan goes to follow him, and ends up getting, like, zapped by, like, something that's, like, the original machine. That yeah. created him. And Ozymandias is like, hmm, didn't know if that would work, but he's gone now. Looks like yeah. he got vaporized. But he killed his doggo. Oh, that's right. Because Ozymandias has, like, a genetically made, like, lynx-type thing creature. And uh, he ended up sacrificing him in that scene, which was pretty sad. Yeah. Poor dog. Yeah. Did nothing wrong. I know. But, <laughs> and he was always like, oh, it's, it's it's okay. You're a good girl and everything. And then he, then he, and then he sacrificed him. He's like, I'm sorry. And then, boom, kills him. I'm like, No. 
terrible. Terrible pet that, owner. That's how you know that he's the villain. <laughs> he's the main bad guy here. Um, and then after he does that, Miss Jupiter comes up from behind him and pulls a gun out and shoots him. But, but he, he catches, catches the bullet. Because Ozymandias is that good. He just catches the bullet. Yeah, so Ozymandias catches the bullet, which is funny because he makes like a, a like a, like a witty comment to uh, Night Owl about being able to catch a bullet. And Night yeah. Owl's like, you can't do that. No, no that's impossible. You can't, you can't possibly do that. And then he does it. And he catches yeah. the bullet. And then, yeah, and then he ends up like kicking Miss Jupiter over to the side or whatever. And, uh, you know, he's like, he's walking... And then I know where Dr. Manhattan, like, immediately basically comes back, and he's, like, 60 feet tall. Yeah. And he, he like, smashes, smashes the building. right through the, the big wall. wall yeah. and... He's like, Ozymandias, I'm disappointed in you. You're better than this, Ozymandias. Come on now. Like, literally the first thing I ever learned was how to remake myself after being, you know, yeah. torn apart. He's like, you seriously didn't think I could do it again? Which makes sense. I mean, he teleports all yeah. the time. So, I mean... I mean... He makes duplicates of himself. He can do that. Um, yeah, and Ozymandias is like, you know, he pulls out a, like a thing in his hand, and Dr. Man's like, what's that, another ultimate weapon? He's like, yeah, and then turns on the television because on the TV it shows, well, he has like multiple TVs, so many screens, yeah. and it shows like the destruction in New York, and like it talks about how all the countries have like, they're joining together. Like, immediate peace agreement. Like, instantaneous, like, a meeting at Geneva to, like, do a bunch of peace and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, I did it! Like, he literally, he, like, plugs <laughs> up his arms and is like, yay, I did Woo! it! Good job! And then, Miss um, Jupiter's like, we won't let, we won't let you get away with this. We'll reveal the truth. And then he's like, he's like, well, if you do that, then everyone's gonna try and kill each other again. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, you're in moral checkmate. He's like, he's like, the comedian found out about this, you know, a long time ago. Yeah. You know, he ended up coming across, he found out about my island where I created the monster. You know, he knew all of this stuff happened, but he knew that if he said anything about it, it wouldn't have, it would have made the situation worse and people would have died. He's like, so what are you going to do? You can't yeah. do anything. And then Dr. Manhattan's like, yeah, ah, he's got a point. It's <laughs> like, if we literally do anything to like, like if we tell anybody that this is all faked, they will just kill each other. Yeah. Again. And then Rorschach's like, no, never compromise, even in the face of Armageddon. And he walks out to, like, go back to America. And tell everyone. Yeah. And but uh, then Dr. Manhattan's just like, no, don't do it. And he's like, and he's, well, I'm going to do it. He, yeah, and then well, he just blows him up. Well, yeah, Rorschach's like, he's like, yeah, what does it matter? He's like, you're just going to kill me. He's like, do it. And he takes off his mask and he's like crying or whatever, and he's yeah. like, just do it, which is a pretty good scene, good yeah. art there. And then Dark Man's like, Rorschach, and then you know, he screams at him again, he's like, just wave the hand, boom, exploded. Boom. Um, yeah, so that was like, I kind like I knew that had happened because I had seen that before, yeah, but I'm like, that's that's a pretty crazy scene, just like Dark Man just walks out and just blows up Rorschach. Yeah, and then Dr. Manhattan ends up going inside and talking to Ozymandias. And Ozymandias is like, hey, did I do the right thing? You know, in the end. And Dr. Manhattan's like, there is no end. He's like, nothing ever ends. And he's like, well, I'm going to I'm gonna go to another new like galaxy now. Yeah. And I'm going to make my own life, maybe. You know, just mess around. Yeah, just have a little fun. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, I mean, I can do whatever I want. It doesn't matter. And he ends up leaving. That's it. He's going yep. from Earth from ever now. 
And so now the only people left are Ozymandias doing, he's like meditating or whatever, doing his rich people thing. Yeah. And Night Owl and Silver Spectre, and they're just like, well, I guess we'll go home now. Yeah. And, and they, they go sleep. home and they change their names. Okay. They change their looks. So, cause, well, because they're now wanted by wanted fugitives. Well, yeah, because they broke the Keen Act. Yeah, so they're wanted fugitives, so they end up just leaving and but changing their name. What I don't understand is why didn't they, why didn't Morshak just like, Kill. What's his name? Jesus. Ozymandias. Yeah. Just because. Just. I mean. I mean, it wouldn't change anything. But that's what he does. He yeah, kills that's a good criminals. Point. He does kill criminals, and he doesn't think twice and about it. And this dude just killed half of New York. So he's just like, well, oh well, I guess it. Well, his because I guess his initial plan was to go tell people because that's that's more important. Tell the truth and then kill the guys. Is it? It's what it seems like. That that was, I'm saying that's what I think his mindset was at that moment. I mean, I guess that that makes sense, but I feel like still, just he's right there. <laughs> you could have just easy taken just care of it, broken some arms and some legs at at the very least. I mean, at the very least. Very least. I mean, I don't think he could have actually, because they show oh. Ozzy Mandis to be a skilled fighter. Because he does, he like he goes to stab him and stuff. Well, that's a good point. He can't kill him. Ozzy Mandis but is I too mean, skilled. He should have at least tried. Because, I mean, he knew that Dr. Manhattan was going to kill him anyways. Oh, well, he does make a comment. Because in Rorschach's journal, in the final entry, before they go see Ozymandias, he's like, I don't think I can beat this guy. He even says, he's like, I'm actually scared of him. Or something like along mm. those lines. He's like, he's the world's smartest man. He's like, you know, this is this is terrifying. Like, the scariest opponent I've ever had. Hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. And then, of course, he ends up taking that journal and he mails it to, like, a newspaper company to uh get it published to tell at least to try to get the truth out there yeah about everything that's going on which i mean that's where the book like yeah. stops yeah because yeah that's basically what happens um night owl and silver spider change their names they get like they're gonna get married probably or whatever and um they're gonna live out their days dr manhattan's out in some other galaxy and rorschach's dead ozymandias is just still doing his thing and um yeah, and it ends with, like, the newspaper coming. He's like, there's nothing to write about. It's all peaceful. Everyone's all happy. Yeah. And he's like, well, look at these mail and stuff and whatever. And they look, and the guy's like, you know what? Do whatever you want to this one guy. And the guy looks, and he's, like, looking at the journal yeah. of Rorschach. And so it's implied that maybe he will uh, po- or publish yeah. the journal, which would reveal some bad stuff about Ozymandias. Yeah, for sure. So... Yeah. With that storyline, how would, how did you like the ending compared to the movie? Oh, okay. So yeah, I watched the movie. I mean, I did too. Like oh, a you while did? ago. Oh yeah, a long, long ago. Well, yeah. So like in the movie, it's not a alien. Yeah. It's they a just, just they just they create a similar energy signature to Doctor Manhattan, which Doctor Manhattan ends up creating without knowing. Yeah. And Ozymandias uses that to make it seem like Doctor Manhattan blew up New York. And it was just a straight-up bomb, basically. Yeah. Just vaporized stuff. And, I mean, I guess it would it's a lot more simpler. It's not giant aliens. Yeah. It's probably so much harder to create aliens and teleportation than just creating a bomb. Yeah. Um, I think that the movie storyline is a lot better. Because, I mean, oh, yeah, well, Dr. Manhattan was around. He, like, <laughs> yeah. figured out how to... Do teleportation because of Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, blah, blah blah blah. And then they build make giant monsters. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, maybe that part could be switched. But other than that, I don't know. I think I enjoyed the book definitely more than the movie, though. Well, yeah, it's his. Like, like the writing is so good in this. The art's so good. Yeah. The movie was okay. I think it was. it's difficult. Because, I mean, even though I'm like, wow, this is a three-hour movie, at the same time, they left out so much stuff. Like, I mean, we left out so much stuff. Yeah, we did. Because there's so much small stuff that goes on in the background that you, just, you can't talk about, like, very quickly. Like, it would take so long to get into everything but like that we just went we covered the main storyline yeah but like there's like so many like side characters like there's this whole thing with like a comic book guy who's like reading a comic book and yeah a newsstand guy and then there's like this whole thing about like like these two like gay women or whatever like there's a storyline with them there's a site the story about Rorschach psychiatrist a little bit yeah like there's just so much stuff you can't you know not even the movie could fit we, it in i mean it's amazing like that's why I love comic books so much, oh, yeah. and that's why this is just such a great read. Because mm-hmm. there's just like so much small things in there that really bring the life into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's even though it's just like one like couple like twelve issues, it's created such a crazy world with all yeah. these in depth people, and it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, the movie was okay. Um, I could see that the, the making a Doctor Manhattan style bomb would is a lot more simpler than yeah making I mean, a giant star squids alien creature, um, <laughs> but it it was all right. Um, something that was interesting in the differences in the movie and the in the comic book is that the moment where Doctor Manhattan tells Ozymandias, so it's like in the book he tells Ozymandias about how he's going to go to another planet and he might create life and all that kind of stuff. He tells that to Miss Jupiter in the movie. Which I guess, yeah, which I guess would kind of, I guess, make sense because I guess he, because he's the one who had the conversation or she's the one that he had the conversation with about how yeah. life is valuable. So it's just interesting. Just there's like a lot of tweaks like that in there. A lot of stuff's just, of course, cut out because they can't fit it in. Um, but yeah, it was all right. I mean, it's okay movie. Uh, it definitely does not hold up to the book, though. The book will always be superior because you can just fit so much more into it. Yeah. Um, But some interesting stuff, I thought is that there's a new movie, or not movie, new TV show on HBO that will be coming out that starts filming in March. Oh, wow. Um, there has been, I don't think there's been a lot. I don't think I know anybody who's actually playing anybody in it. But uh, there is the possibility that John Cena will be Dr. Manhattan because he's posted That'll three awesome. pictures on Instagram, one of a, uh, one of the button, that you know the famous iconic symbol, and two of Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it's possible. Um, That's crazy. That'd be really cool. <laughs> I don't even. I don't know how well he would do because he's he's never done something where he's like a emotionless or more emotionless kind of person. Because Doctor Man yeah. has some emotion, but it's mostly gone. Um, and I mean, it's possible. I mean, because because at the same time, he's also kind of like a kind of like a troll. He's been a troll on Instagram, yeah. at least in the wrestling world. Because um, back in couple, like a few years ago or whatever, he had posted a picture of this one wrestler in Japan. And that's it. He just posted a picture, didn't say anything. And that wrestler ended up coming into the WWE. Yeah. And then last year, he did the same thing with another guy. And it was like, no, that's not happening. He's just trolling. <laughs> Cause, and then it didn't happen because it wasn't going to happen. It was just a troll. So I'm like, well, I wonder if this is like a troll or if this is like... I, I personally think about it. this is real. I don't know. I, I'm just saying from what I know because, of course, I see more stuff with him because, of course, with wrestling. But I'm just like, Dr. Manhattan as John Cena? Or John Cena as Dr. Manhattan? Like, that'd just be weird. I mean, I think it'd be weird, but 
He could definitely pull it off. Maybe? I don't know. It would be interesting. And TV show. I don't I don't know if you've yeah, ever been in how, a TV show. And how do you make a TV show out of the Watchmen? Well, I mean, they could just go really in-depth. I mean, and there's also the Before the Watchmen, which was a prequel series made, which is not written by the original writers. And the original writers are like Alan Moore and... Um, uh, it's Alan Moore is the writer. And then the illustrator is Dave Gibbons. And, oh, John Higgins is the colorist. Similar names. How interesting. Uh, I, I read them as the same at first, and I'm like, nope, wrong guy. So, yeah. uh, they didn't have anything to do with the later ones, I'm pretty sure. Um, so, yeah, because there was, like, a prequel series. Um, so they could go into that. Uh, they also have the current Doomsday Clock, which is yeah, uh, basically Watchmen 2, which uh, I think they only have really, like, the first one out, which, spoiler alert, Rorschach's in it. What? Which makes no sense. No one knows who he is. Supposedly he's a new guy. It's like it's like some guy who took up the mantle of Rorschach. Huh. But I don't know. I've never read it. I haven't read it yet. I just knew that. I just know that happened. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not a lot of news about the TV show, but it's starting filming in March. So I guess it'll be coming out maybe the fall of this year. HBO, maybe. I don't know. I'm assuming HBO follows normal TV release schedules. Yeah. But it could be next year. Um... Yeah, no, honestly, pretty good read. Um, so we couldn't really get into it well enough because, you know, you can't really fit that all into such a short podcast. Yeah. But yeah, highly recommend it. You know, definitely, it's a good read. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, if anyone has any suggestions or anything for more topics or wants to say anything, uh, you can email us at uh, what's up with you podcast at gmail.com. Or and uh, be sure to give us a follow and Twitter at uh, What's Up With You Pond, where but that you spelled with a U, and, uh, and on. on Instagram What's Up With You underscore uh, normal spelled you. Twitter's the only one that's different because <laughs> everyone else took all the other. Um, but yeah, read Watchmen, really good book. See you guys. <laughs>